And this is actually what we are focused on. So we are delivering the SaaS base for different use cases related to energy market. People can play the active role so they can be energy consumers and energy producers. Let's think about how we can utilize the, the newest technologies. We are building the critical infrastructure for energy market. If we don't think about decentralization since day one, later on, it could be too late. Welcome to the Bare Metal Podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Bare Metal Podcast. Today, I have uh, Gregor Sikora with me from Chain for Energy. Welcome, Greg. Hi, Martin. Pleasure to, to be here. Let's dive right in. I'm interested um, in how you guys got started with Chain for Energy. What's the, what's the background? How did the team come together? You, so actually, you you may know that we are from from uh, let's say tel telco business, and this is our background. And uh, even I'm quite often uh, telling that uh, when I was uh, just after after university, I I applied uh, for uh, for the work to one of the mobile operator, and I've seen the innovation in the telco market. And I was so excited that I at that time so many uh, stuff happened. You know innovation from even uh, you know simple uh, let's say web uh, sorry not web actually <laughs> uh, g2 where you had just you know texting calling to 5g mobiles right now where you can do everything using smartphone and uh, before smartphone era nobody could uh, guess what we can do with mobile mobile and so this is actually uh, the stage where we are and in energy market, we we have right now similar situation, but we are at the verge of huge transformation, especially here in Europe, where we have, for instance, Repower EU directive, which let's say maybe not force but encourage belonging countries to be independent from fossil fossil fuel, especially Rus Russian um, gas, and. And the energy market is going into this decentralization, digitalization, and decarbonization. And so there are three mega uh, trends which are uh, in this market. And uh, so as we know, as we have experience fr from, uh, let's say, telco market, which is very critical, and uh, you know, um, you have to know how to work and speak to to to, uh, to enterprises. We see that we can use our experience as well in energy market, working as well with with experts. So this is more or less the, the idea behind uh, where we started. So the founding team, you guys already knew each other when you started Chain for Energy. Or did you guys meet at some like energy conference and decide, okay, you know what, this makes no, sense? No, no, no. Uh, so I, actually, together with uh, with Dominic and Pavel, Pavel, uh, other co-founders, we know hours uh, each other for ages uh, actually we have uh, another company which is in, in in telco market and we are delivering services for such uh, customers like like deutsche telecom orange group uh, uh, iliad group uh, and others other uh, big brands uh, and so we are doing you know this have such heavy stuff which is in in the in the background uh, um and maybe because you ask uh, how what was the beginning of our project maybe let me share uh, one example which was actually for me the the wow moment uh, we were doing we were invited by Deutsche Telekom to help them uh, to build uh, 
the solution for uh, uh, roaming agreements uh, uh, using blockchain technology. And so they were equal, invited such uh, uh, groups like Orange, Telefonica, Vodafone, uh, DT, you know, the, the, uh, the major players. All the big integrators. Exactly. And, uh, and at that time, they were using Hyperledger Fabric. And we implemented, uh, you know, the solution using this decentralized uh, network. And the idea was to remove the middleman from the from the roaming agreement, which is called clearing house. And I understood that if such such uh, players like like uh, big brands, operator brands, can work together using distributed ledger, why we cannot use the same pattern for different markets? Did and you guys use Tendermint for the to submit the solution? Sorry, can you repeat? Did you guys use Tendermint to to build your solution? What was the what was the infra for the blockchain that you guys you know wanted to deliver? So at, at that project, it was purely Hyperledger Fabric because it was okay. the, the, the solutions selected by uh, by um, operators. Oh, so you guys had to build on Hyperledger. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, when we started to build, build our project, we, we did deep dive analysis what technology solution we should use. And uh, so we are considering, you know, building token on, on existing uh, EVM uh, platform, like for instance, Ethereum. But you know, what is the problem of Ethereum, high gas and so on. Not good for uh, microtransactions. Exactly. We thought, okay, maybe let's use ten Terra. <laughs> We have uh, in Poland, we, ha we had the second largest Terra community and uh, the, the ecosystem was quite known. Uh, but fortunately, we didn't decide to do that. Uh, but te as a technology, this ecosystem uh, was Impressive. very bulletproof. So this is something what we have, we have to say. And, and we realized that they are using Cosmos and started to dig uh, deeper and, uh, and we see that, that this, the Cosmos SDK is one of in my opinion, the best solution to build uh, such uh, use case or such uh, solution for uh, for such critical um, uh, market like energy. Yeah, and it makes sense for an app chain when you have you know a use case like you guys do, which is involved with energy. So I'd love to dig into this a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You already mentioned, I guess, why you guys picked energy. We're talking about the confluence of some megatrends, but. You know how do you guys write this or you know what are the what are the specific things you're focusing on in the energy space okay uh, so this is actually quite interesting question because you know when we talk to to people and the first first uh, understanding is you are tokenizing energy and you know, at, at some point yes uh, i can explain later on what does it mean but uh, the, the most important from our perspective, and actually this is what we are uh, doing, is how to utilize blockchain technology, but not only blockchain technology, honestly, because uh, we should take into consideration as well IoT, uh, AI, uh, in, even semantic web, different technologies, which when, you, when uh, uh, you, you are mixing them in the right way, then you can provide the best user experience. And this is actually what we are focused on. So we are delivering the SaaS-based subscription as a service model for uh, different uh, use cases related to, to energy markets um, and using utilizing blockchain technology for immutability, 
uh, automation through smart contacts contra contracts of course uh, right now we are using uh, go modules so but but the automation is there so it's not exactly smart contract but we can say like that uh, and governance so there are three pillars of uh, of the uh, using blockchain technology for 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 uh, for our use cases. So uh, I'd love to dig into that in a little bit later, but let's look at like what the specific things you're delivering, right? So you guys are stringing together a whole bunch of tech and integrating it to make sure product is streamlined. But you know, on your website, I looked at energy communities. You guys talk about energy communities. You talk about charging EVs. How are you delivering like these products? Because that's like a long way to you know to to blockchain. So what's the what's the idea? What do you guys deliver for something? What's an energy community? Mm -hmm. What do you guys deliver for them? Okay, so so let's explain what does it mean uh, energy communities, and then uh, explain how we are approaching this this uh, this topic. So energy communities actually it's like depend on on the country. It can be called uh, like cooperative or energy cluster. Actually, this is like European Union. Uh, 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 initiative uh, directive uh, that uh, the, the, the Europe should go into let's say civil energy uh, where people can be can play the active role in, at the energy market what does it mean so they can be energy consumers and energy prosum, uh, producers uh, and it, it, it actually causes uh, a lot of different consequences and one of the consequences is that the energy production and consumption goes from the from the centralized uh, approach like you have big uh, um, energy plants which are producing energy to decentralize but you have different small energy sources right now uh, they should be renewable energy sources and you should ban balance energy at local level. And this is actually uh, what is the idea behind uh, energy communities that you can collect together with neighbors or, or businesses together, which are cl quite close uh, and create uh, such kind of uh, um, group, uh, which is called energy community. And then uh, you can define own rules, how you're gonna to, to to, to trade ener energy each other inside the community. And for instance, you can define that if there is energy source uh, some, somewhere nearby, uh, you can buy this energy for, for such a specific uh, price. And this is actually how, how it is uh, more, more regulated. And what is important from the energy community perspective, that you have uh, meet some specific KPIs, for instance, uh, more than 70 percentage of energy has, has to be from the uh, uh, produced by energy community itself and there are different different kpis and this is actually why we are building this software to help people to 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 manage energy communities that it should be easy going uh, and you don't have to to have any diploma to 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 to, to make it happen sure to build this up right so this is where i can start seeing connection to tech right so somebody's going to need to tap into the energy at the source, certify the type of energy, how it was manufactured. So I'm trying to see like IoT sensors, which are looking at uh, energy flux uh, or power just emitted into the network. And then you have to somehow uh, make sure this is registered, I guess, on the blockchain. Uh, so then you have a ledger uh, that you can point to and say, this energy committee has met the KPI 
of, of you know, in manufacturing 70% of its energy internally. Is that, is that sort of ballpark? Roughly yes, exactly. And maybe about. let let me give you some specific some example to to make it more clear what what uh, actually you can do. Imagine that uh, we are living in nearby, like uh, more free di districts, uh, um, and uh, and for instance, there are let's say ten neighbors or free businesses. This is the minimal level, for instance, in Poland, but in in many countries, more or less the same. And we want to build energy community. So you need first tool which tell you, like, uh, are you are you sufficient? So is is your setup sufficient to build energy communities? So like kind of calculator or a predictive uh, analytics tool, like a model or something. Uh -huh. Exactly. And then if you have energy community, and then you can decide uh, inside community. And so you need some kind of group DAO. Uh, so this is another topic which we are building right now, uh, do, uh, doing for energy communities to decide, okay, guys, maybe we should invest in some uh, energy storage, or maybe we can invest in some so uh, energy source like, like wind uh, farm or whatever. And then, uh, or maybe we can add new, new members, then uh, we will have uh, more money to, to invest in the future. So. So you propose As, to do this using a, like a DAO contract on chain? Exactly. The community exactly. is going to be represented by a, by a DAO contract and it will manage itself and it, all the voting will be sort of transparent. Exactly. I get it. I get to it. be transparent. And, you know, it's like uh, when we started to, to think about what we can do in, in energy market, we said, okay, guys, we cannot think from the legacy uh, tooling perspective because there are other on the, on the market and we will be always followers let's think about how we can utilize the the, the newest technologies and we can create uh, value and uh, be a competitive advantage and this is actually what how we think about this market i know that people don't understand what we are trying to to say because it is quite complicated but at the end of the day we believe that uh, we will be at right place at right time uh, when uh, you know will be you know, product market fit. On, uh, and so this is actually what we want to, to achieve. Plus your job is to make it simple, right? So that's what I guess what you guys are yeah, exactly. working on to make it exactly easy. So there's, I want to briefly touch on another use case that I was interested in. I saw some screenshots from an app. Uh, you guys are trying to organize sort of like a P2P charging uh, community. How is that? You know, is that something you can comment on in a few sentences? Like, where is that effort? Like, what, where, where, what are the main challenges now? Ah, yes. Thanks, Martin. I, I forgot to mention about our newest uh, achievement. So we made, uh, yeah, we call it neighborhood uh, socket sharing. Like, imagine that you have house or a small restaurant or apart you are renting apartment on booking whatever and you you want to make a more attractive your offer or you want to monetize your ev charger and right now you can easily buy any charger on the market but uh, you don't have billing attached to this charger and so we, we thought okay what we can do here and we said okay if, if we add charging uh, or and let's charging billing to the charger it will be you can monetize uh, um, your energy or your service quite easily 
And then we said, okay, let's think how we can use the blockchain technology to make it even more simple and in the future to give ability to connect other partners quite easily. And this is actually how we build this use case that uh, right now we are integrated with one of uh, EV charger producer Greensell uh, through open API. And if any other uh, charging device uh, pro producer would like to integrate with our blockchain, so it can do that without any, any permission to even, I would say it's permissionless. Or on the other hand, right now you can access this use case through mobile app, which we built as a, you know, some demo uh, showcase, but there is no restriction that other end user, uh, uh, you know, applications can connect to, to, to this uh, blockchain infrastructure. So, so, right. so, so you foresee yourself at the center of this open infrastructure with providers and consumers variously connecting through various interfaces. Yeah, these are very interesting uh, use cases. So let's move more into the... And even chain. we will show this in Prague. So uh, if anybody okay, yeah. is interested in it, so it I can I present how it works, how, how you can exchange energy to token. Right now we are using C4E tokens, uh, but once we will integrate to with Accelar through IBC, so you can pay with Atom, uh, even Ethereum, whatever token you'd like to, to have and uh, and pay with any token. And ultimately it will be Fiat, uh, uh, payment through Fiat. Integrated with Fiat on the ramps, pay by credit mm -hmm. card, if, if I want. Yeah, that sounds, uh, uh, that sounds pretty interesting, which gives us a good bridge to sort of how you guys are using blockchain today and how you plan to use it. So we discussed, some use cases, or I guess there's a blockchain. Martin, Martin, sorry, just, just for breaking, because, uh, yeah. you know, this is actually a question why you are using blockchain. And so mm -hmm. once I am presenting the, 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 the use case showing, okay, you see right now I am charging a car and then just switching my, my, uh, my display and showing, you see, here is the explorer of our blockchain. And you see those transactions, like adding tokens to uh, escrow contract then charging and so on, you know, everything is transparent and you can, you can, uh, you know, see how it goes. Okay. So you have built this functionality out like the app, uh, you can actually show that on testnet. That's, yes, that yes, yes. Cool. Uh, this okay. is actually, you know, the beauty of the solution that, uh, we can show it, how it works, uh, and it is integrated with blockchain. So, okay. I understand. understand. The problem here will be, of course, you know, how to get people onboarded, like given that, you know, I just want to charge my car and what's the crypto onboarding experience today? Well, go, you know, install Kepler, uh, use on-ramp, <laughs> register with Kraken, <laughs> buy some crypto, and then, you know, 15 hours have passed and my car is not charged. So obviously, like, I hope you guys have some solution for this because uh, this wouldn't fly, right? I just, I just got my Tesla and I, I want to charge it and be gone in like a couple of hours, have my coffee. Yeah, this is this is definitely a showstopper. No way. And and by the way, the idea for this use case uh, we got from Enrico Tallinn, uh, you know Enrico from Commercial Network, and he said, "Greg, I have uh, PV solar panels, I have Tesla, I have charger, and right now tell me how I can monetize this this charger, my energy, you know." And we started to think, and we cannot 
you cannot provide this service just for crypto community. Of course, crypto community is fine because as I said, we can use any token to, to charge EV. And this is amazing experience use case. Uh, but the, the real uh, adoption is when you, you provide a service for, uh, you know, non-crypto community, which is a huge community. And, uh, and this is actually what we are focused on, how to onboard such customers, how to offer, offer the service where you don't need seed praises and so on. And, and, the, and, the, and we are focused on, on such, such experience. And, like topics like uh, key management, account ab abstraction, and so on. There are topics which are analyzing how to use them, uh, incorporate to, to our solution that uh, users can have uh, the best UX uh, ever. Are you foreseeing any difficulty in you know getting the app cleared through App Store or you know Google Play Store? Because obviously, clearing you're essentially paying for energy with the tokens. What are you expecting? Any resistance there or any difficulties? So we are not there yet because right now uh, uh, this 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 application uh, is uh, not provided at, at App Store. Uh, but I I know that this is actually the the, the topic which uh, we have to 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 uh, to focus at uh, how how to 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 tackle, tackle it. But uh, from the perspective of uh, user experience and and such customer, definitely we should think from the perspective of payment with uh, uh, Google uh, payment or app uh, pay, uh, mob, uh, Apple pay, pay and so on. And so this is actually how it should work uh, without using to token from the user perspective, but right. uh, I just want to pay and you want to set I just want to pay. I don't care how. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because, you know, <laughs> when, when we are in the crypto space, uh, what we are thinking first, okay, how to tokenize <laughs> everything, you know, it's like we are really, sure. really in, in, we have this mindset uh, from, from, from a non-crypto user. The, que the first question is why I need any token, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, they don't care about that. No, it's clear. You guys have to like solve this path and make it super easy. It has to be taps in the mm -hmm. app, just like connect the point, uh, escrow the money. Just like at a gas pump when it's off hours, right? You come, you slack in your visa, you give it a limit, and then you start. Then you start uh, pumping fuel. And we will do that actually for energy communities which we are building right now. And uh, users are paying, uh, are gonna to pay uh, based on subscription model. Uh, so and they can select whatever payment method they want. And and the, the SaaS uh, software will do the mag magic underneath. Mm -hmm. So it'll just do swaps or on ramps or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and the solution will be built in a such matter, manner that, of course, we are using the, the SaaS approach. But if anybody would like to use uh, blockchain primitives to achieve the same approach, they can go and use, uh, you know, uh, Leap Wallet, uh, Kepler Wallet, whatever wallet they want to, to use, and uh, it, it, it should work. Right, right. Yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds pretty cool. So this onboarding challenge is, is pretty difficult, right? So fingers crossed that you guys can come up with a really simple solution and you don't get blocked by, you know, the big guys trying to extract some extra fees. But maybe, you know, I don't know where energy is in the list of items. So there are actually things you can use Apple Pay and, and Google, you know, pay for, and there are things you cannot use it for. And there are different levels of like the extracted fee by, 
uh, by these guys. So like, good luck and and you know, fingers crossed that you guys navigate all of this mess. Because obviously the app is the app is critical here. This has to be accessible. This has to be fast. This has to be on the go, right? So uh, I'm an app, app developer myself. I've written some of these, so I've had the pain of uh, app store reviews, and uh, yeah, I sympathize. Yeah, you know, Martin, actually. Ultimately, it can end up in a way that, okay, if we want to use Kepler or whatever wallet, uh, then we will have like a non-official or not version, which is, which can be uh, downloaded from, you know, outside of, of, of store, but for majority we'll use, you know, simplified version, uh, which has only Apple payment or Google payment method, whatever. Or you can use progressive web apps. Those have some interesting rules around. Uh, they can get around some of the app store rules. I'm just saying. Uh, I've seen so if you use a, if you go pay in restaurants here, there's a there's a company called Querco, and uh, when you load the app, it just loads from the internet. It's not an actual app via the store, but it looks like an app, but it loads straight from the internet, and then you can pay using different methods. Actually, yeah, our so. application is built uh, in this in this way. Uh, it's a PWA. Uh huh. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah then exactly. I guess you guys will have much less trouble. Yeah. Exactly. And actually, we are facing other topics because uh, you know, on the other hand, I'm not uh, you know developer, but I heard from my team that when we are going to to use you know seeds, uh, uh, you know, all web free topics, uh, you have more challenges. But uh, but yeah, yeah, of course. this is more or less how how it is. <clears throat> the app will not have access to any of the secure enclaves on the phone. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's rough. Anyway, so this is this is super interesting. Like I'm I'm excited to see how you guys can connect the mobile, you know, the mobile app straight to the blockchain and just make it easy for users. I'd love to see an experience like that, you know, appear, um, especially on top of on top of Cosmos. Uh, there's one other topic I, I wanted to touch with you because we worked on it quite a bit together, and this decentralization, right? And you guys are going to do mm -hmm. clearing for energy. Um, which is uh, obviously like a key use case, as you've noted in the in the EU. So from the start, when we started talking about uh, for the first time, I think we met at Cosmoverse, right? And uh, uh, then we stood in the same queue at the airport. Um, <laughs> we were wondering about this. Yes, I remember. Okay, let's look into this decentralization thing. But then you got quite serious about it, right? So um, we started working on this together in December. But I'd love to hear like your journey because the the change in the chain for energy uh, as observed by us is is quite market like it's 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 a impressive story of change and, and decentralization like from a to b big distance travel like kudos to you guys thanks uh, a lot but you know what was your experience here like i would like to, for, for you know for also for other blockchains can you explain like what how much work it took like how you guys got you know start why did you decide it's it's really key and put all the effort in so let's let's start at the beginning yeah, actually, uh, I remember our discussion at, uh, at the airport and uh, it was just after Cosmoverse and uh, we were, uh, you know, completely destroyed. I remember that uh, it was it was crazy. Uh, and actually, I, I, we started to chat and actu actually you mentioned about the, the, the observatory uh, tool and uh, and and at the beginning, frankly speaking, I didn't got, uh, you know, right understanding what what is tool is for and uh, and then uh, we were ch chatting over 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 telegram and so on and uh, try, uh, we try to understand uh, then i got feedback that uh, zach is collaborating with you and uh, one of our va validator and uh, and we we started to talk and at the beginning frankly speaking i didn't see huge value 
from from the observatory because I said, okay, we have validators, we we have decentralized network, and you know uh, it's not our business where exactly validators are located. This is their business and so on and so on. At the end of the day, when when we connected to observatory, you said, guys, forty five percentage of your network is on OVH, and we said, oops, you know, it's like uh, then you are starting to think. Uh, you know, uh, or you have two validators, uh, which uh, uh, they 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 actually I don't I don't remember exactly what was the the KPI, but it was like either in one country or whatever you have co uh, Nakamoto coefficients uh, in in such way, mm. and then we started. Okay, we can say we will think about this topic later on. Let's focus on building, you know, and so on and so on. But uh, but as you mentioned, we are building uh, the, the the critical infrastructure for energy market. If we don't think about decentralization since day one, later on it could be too late because it can happen that you will have big validators who are concentrated and you are you are not able to 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 do any movement because you don't have enough influence later on as you have right now because right now uh, before listing the majority of tokens are in our hands so we can delegate them and we can use this let's say power to to uh, to uh, you know to to make to help stuff, shape the network yeah in right in right way at the beginning so so this but is you know, how do you guys did that so you the metrics is one thing right so you look mm -hmm. at the you look at the metrics and you're like oops so this is not good but then there's so well it's a decentralized community right there's a yes. bunch of validators you guys have 50 gone to 75 validators pretty quickly and like now what happens so you have did you go talk to guys individually you know did you have group chats like how did you you know broach this topic and you know how did you affect change that would be the most interesting like question mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Easy task, frankly speaking. We spent more, more, more or less four months uh, 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 going from the point A to point B, and uh, it was a lot of discussion with different validators, as you mentioned, and um, and uh, we got uh, feedback uh, from them. Of course, you know, it's like uh, we have one uh, point of view, validators. Uh, who are paying for infrastructure and they are looking for the, the most cost-effective infrastructure or the infrastructure which they already have uh, to utilize. Uh, they are thinking from the other angle and we had to find the, the, uh, the, the right approach. The right approach is how to incentivize validators who are moving forward and taking extra mile to, uh, to help the project. and. Uh, and we decided to build a strategic reserve delegation program uh, where we 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 are utili utilizing huge portion of our strategic reserve for delegation and 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 this delegation is uh, uh, utilized uh, uh, in dif in different way one of the ways is uh, ob objective where validators are incentivized by delegation based on different KPIs like country location, uh, ISP location, uh, uptime, uh, how they are uh, participation in governance and, and, and so on and so on. 
And then uh, we are using uh, the tool which is behind Observatory Smart Delegation app, which we are using, uh, provided by, by you, where we can utilize that for delegation uh, based on uh, algorithm. I, I don't know all details. This is actually your job, uh, what we are doing there, but... This... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's but true, but I mean, you guys are the... You as the foundation, ultimately, like, true, we provide the tools mm -hmm. uh, in this case, but, you know, I'm curious in your experience as a foundation, I mean, the tools help, but mm -hmm. then there's all these discussions that you have to manage, that you have to have. You already said, like, it took four months. Would you like, you know, did you work with specific validators and, you know, talk to them and say, hey, guys, what would it take, you know, for you to move out of here? I mean, we mm -hmm. have concentration or, you know, can you tell us a little bit more, like, anonymously without naming specific validators, you know, what are... What did these discussions actually look like? Uh, and this is actually, you know, a funny, funny topic, maybe because, you know, we, we started onboarding validators, you know, at the beginning was, okay, guys, just come to our network. We will give you delegation, uh, like initial delegation uh, to encourage them to, to, to onboard on our chain. And, uh, you know, this is actually a hard job, which each uh, blockchain has to do. So we made this this uh, this job, and I was really surprised. And I'm always uh, saying big thank you to to my validators that they they onboarded such quickly. And uh, so we had uh, 55 validators. This is our active set set uh, before end of the year. And then, you know, it was a lot of discussion. Okay, this validator has more more uh, tokens. Why I have. Uh, less tokens, uh, you know, it's, it was like I had endless discussion with uh, validators at uh, DMs, at Telegram, at Discord, and, you know, they were, they were chasing me, you know, to do extra delegation because they knew that I have power to do so. And it was like, uh, you know, kind of, you know, uh, you know, initial, uh, investment uh, from their perspective i i will do extra mile uh, and then maybe we will have extra delegation but it it wasn't healthy because i should concentrate on building the project not uh, trying to fulfill validators uh, expectations and needs so this it was one of the reason uh, why we decided to have this strategic reserve program but everything is clear mm. And even right now, I am not evaluating uh, criteria. We invited one of our validator, uh, Stake and Relax, and Zach is, is leading this topic. So he's consulting with us. But, you know, this is actually uh, why we, we want to, 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 to make it uh, even uh, trans transparent and uh, objective from this perspective. Right, right. Makes sense. So obviously uh, everybody knows the market is pretty hard right now. Um, many validators are likely, you know, not uh, break even. So sort of understand the, the lobbying efforts here, but uh, also the foundation is charged with, you know, boosting the ecosystem, right? And building it out and making sure it's healthy. Yes. Mm -hmm. and so, on. so this is where sort of everything has to meet and somehow work out, you know, what is the best future for chain for energy? Uh, so again, kudos, uh, you know, anybody can have a look at the observatory today to, to check out how chain for energy is doing on decentralization. I think it's, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, and, but, uh, but maybe you know, a final comment that, uh, it's not one 
step approach. Uh, so it, it is like uh, you are doing one step, then uh, observing what is the result and then uh, deciding what to do as a next step. In my opinion, the, 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 the best approach is uh, like to see what, what we should do, discuss with uh, validator community, which are very important uh, stakeholders from the per blockchain perspective, and then uh, try to find uh, something uh, which is, let's say, um, acceptable by validators and uh, they, that, that they are supporting uh, this, this, this approach. And uh, for instance, using observatory, uh, not all validators are, are, are happy about because they want, they don't want to, uh, disclose, uh, the validator, uh, architecture. And this is perfectly fine. We understand that. And we are trying to find that the way how we can incentivize as well such validators who are, who have very high degree of, of security and they, 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 they don't want to, to, uh, you know, to, to, to give too much information from that perspective. That's a very good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, well, wish you all the best, uh, with your infrastructure and hoping Thanks. it's a strong <laughs> carriage for your, for your projects. Uh, looks like you, you guys have put a lot of effort into it. That's, uh, that's very clear. So, uh, hopefully all your use cases, uh, come online sooner rather than later. And yes, yeah, you again, gateway. Uh, maybe just one last another topic, uh, you know, it's like, for instance, we have uh, uh, some points. If somebody is providing public goods like RP, RPC nodes, uh, archive nodes and so on. But right now we are not checking that. But uh, at the next stage, we should check that the validators who are providing some public goods are providing that continuously. Like, for instance, what is that? The, the response time or availability of RPC node and so on. And so a lot of work in front of us, uh, to make, Absolutely. you know, the, the infrastructure reliable. Uh, so, so this is like, like work in progress. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that. Hey, it was great to have you on the show, Greg. Uh, so see you around. <laughs>